Good morning, She's got to stay ladies. on task. Good morning. Good morning. I know you're all so excited to be here. There's pretzels and beer cheese. Of course. And beer. And beer. Yeah. And, beer. and coffee. And pumpkin spice coffee. Oh, Lord. Ew. That <laughs> There's I made, not. That I made from my house. Yay. Okay, well, you made it yourself, so cheers to that. But yeah. other than that, ew. Other than that. <laughs> but I'm Carrie. Um, I'm one of the beer slingers at Oak Road, and more importantly, part of the women in brewing team. And I have Aaron here with us. Hi. I am one of the owners of Oak Road, and we are one of the lead people on the Women in Brewing group, and we uh, podcast and everything. I don't know what to say. That's cool. That's good. I have food in my mouth. And we have Amanda, better known as Birch. 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 Hello. I'm Amanda. I work at Oak Road also. I also teach with Aaron Cox. (laughs) That's about all I have to say about that. Did you notice I didn't put you last this time? That's very Aww. kind of you because last time last you did, time I made you and last. Lindsay made sure I. Made <laughs> and we have Lindsay. Good morning. Uh, my name is Lindsay. I am also one of the beer slingers at Oak Road, and um, apparently a professional canner as well. After yes. yesterday, that was uh, that was a lot of canning. So thank you everyone that came out and bought those cans faster than I could get them in the cooler. Oh, that's a good thing though. Good. Get it, it girl. I know. Yeah. I know. That's a good thing, you know. And now a professional uh, beer cheese eater. So uh-huh. thank you very uh-huh. much for bringing that. That was yeah. delicious for breakfast this I morning. I know. I know. Amazing. So yummy. And of course, we have Jack and Chungus who make cameos. Oh, yeah. Hi, Jack and Chungus. The yeah. dogs. <laughs> Who so distract us Lindsay from was time asking to time. about the beer cheese yes. that I made. Mm. Um, I made it with this Kolsch that we're drinking. Ooh. Yeah. So I figured the, it would go together very well. And cheddar cheese. Yes. Since people can't see us, we yes. are snacking on um, pretzels that Carrie made. So she'll tell also, us about those yep. too. And uh, beer cheese and beer, all made by Carrie. What? <laughs> so we'll start with that, Carrie. Fabulous. Tell us all about it. I just took a bite. All right. <laughs> well, um, my husband and I like to brew, just little homebrew stuff. Um, and the latest one that we did was this Kolsch. It's an extract kit, um, which means not all grain. And we the difference is that we used also, we also used a, a yeast that's an Oslo yeast, right. which is Norwegian, um, and so it's supposed to ferment really really fast. So. In terms of a lager, it's not really a lager. It's kind of like a pseudo lager because we fermented it at 93 degrees. Oh. Yeah. But it's a Kolsch anyway. But so. it's a Kolsch anyway. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it won't, you don't get quite the crispness that you would normally get. Mm-hmm. Like when you drink Brian's Kolsch, I think, right. it, you know, but it's still pretty good. It is good. Yeah. I like the color. It's mm-hmm. a little darker than It is a little darker than I yes. like it. And that's what we were wondering. We were like, I wonder where that color came from. Like if that was just part of that kit, you know. Probably. It's got the, yeah, color had, comes from your malt. It had a little bit of German, um, I don't know how you say that word, Hallertau mm-hmm. hops in it. But not Which very are the much, ones like, we use in Hefeweizen. Yeah. That's why the Hefeweizen is really called Hallertau. It's, it was oh. only like two ounces of those, you know, oh. so when you're thinking, yeah, so it's not a lot. Um how much did you make total? Um, five gallons. Okay. Yeah. So all the kits make five gallons. Yeah. So, yeah. That's, That's one fun. pony keg. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So to kind mm-hmm. of put it in. It's really good. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Amanda and I are not talking because we are stuffing our faces with beer cheese and beer and uh, pretzels. 
just felt like I needed to say it was really it was good. Really good. <laughs> it's really good. Well, Bart is just funny because she's leaning back in her chair like it's a parka lounger. <laughs> she's like, and then she'll it's move because forward. I'm afraid that Carrie said, don't, don't chew, chew into the, the microphone. microphone. <laughs> yes. You sound like a previous episode. Time out. <laughs> right. And so you're afraid. What's going to happen? People are going to hear weird chewing, and this is a weird <laughs> thing to tell you right now on this podcast, but one of my least favorite things is listening to people chew. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> so that's what I'm afraid of. Okay. <laughs> I'm afraid of. I, thought, awesome. I didn't know we were sharing fears today, yeah, so. That's well, the whole we, thing yeah, today. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's all about being risk takers. But risk takers, <laughs> chewing into the microphone. <laughs> that's, not, that's not a risk you have to take. <laughs> that's fine. You can't. You can't say stuff to make me laugh so that I have beer in my mouth and I spew it all over the microphone. Because mm. <laughs> I almost did. But pretzels, what do y'all think? Sorry. Honest opinion. I think the pretzels like came them. out great. I like them. I love people, them. My cousin they're said delicious. they look like poop. Cause they're okay. dark. Well, but they're dark because they're dark. of... And remember last time how Aaron gave me those grains yeah. in a bag? That's what this would too. Well, that's why they're so, dark. Yes, that's why they're dark. Yeah. People Because they know. were from the Vienna lager grains. Yeah, right. Um, so, yeah. I smell a small business coming your way soon. Mm. Pretzels and beer cheese. That would be awesome. And a truck that goes outside of Oak Road Brewery. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that Carrie sent us not the picture of the pretzels first, but the picture of the balls. What do you think I'm making yep. with these balls? <laughs> 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 and of course, Amanda knew right away. Pretzels. I like, had to build the I suspense. Remember. I had to I'm build like, suspense. Ah, come on. There's so many jokes we could have made. No. Amanda ruins it because she's like pretzels. She got it right. I wanted to make sure I had my context clues correctly, <laughs> and I remembered it in my schema. I was in yeah. school. Yeah. <laughs> it's all about the schema. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, but what else did you use with them? Because how many? How much grains did you have to use to um, actually make the pretzels? Just a cup. Right. Yeah. So flour, just regular flour, which I really am surprised the grains made it so dark. Mm. But it really was just regular flour. Mm. They're easy to make. I don't imagine. They just take time because you have to let the dough rise for an hour. And they have some good flavor to them. You know, a lot of Mm -hmm. people like salt and stuff on their pretzels. I'm not. There's some on there. And that was an experiment, too, because we didn't want to make it too salty. But I knew the beer cheese would be salty. Right. Because I don't ever buy unsalted butter. Right. My butter is always salted. Why? Why would you want to cook with unsalted butter? So oh, salt and her butter. I know. So such when you good, make the beer cheese, such a good the most southern girl. thing I've ever heard. In my <laughs> such life. a good southern girl. Well, when you make beer cheese with cheese that's salty already, look, you know she got a tub of Crisco somewhere too. <laughs> that's only for certain. <laughs> I don't use Crisco. You notice she did not deny that she had a tub of it somewhere. That's for when you make pound cakes, so you can. Uh huh. Good. Su- I got you, southern girl. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> oh, hey, no, New England pumpkin, you. don't even start. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, she drinks her coffee with a straw. Keep, it's iced like a normal person. It keeps your, from teeth, it keeps your teeth from staining if you drink it with a straw. Like a normal oh, person. Really? accurate. Okay, wait. That's that. my girl. She Cheers. just said that normal people drink iced coffee. Hmm. Normal New England people. I'm being oh. more specific. Normal New England. Normal basic. basic New England people. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's get this all out there. Yes. It's been that kind of week. <laughs> well, Aaron, you want to talk to us a little bit today? No. <laughs> Just stick tell with us, my beer tell cheese. Us your, tell us a little bit about how you got here and what kind of challenges Oh, there we're you go. So our, our kind of theme for today's episode is talking about the different risks that everybody um, kind of has ad- 
had throughout life and that kind of thing that leads us to where we've been and how brewing. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I'm like that's up the impact. They're they're laughing because they're sweating. Meanwhile, I'm in my flannel pajamas and my long sleeve sweatshirt because I'm. <laughs> I want it to be comfortable, <laughs> and it's always cold up here. <laughs> um, you know, it's one of those things when you look back. Uh, and I just celebrated my birthday, so you know Woo-hoo. that always makes things um puts things in perspective. Mm-hmm. You know where you've come in so far as 47 years and. And that kind of thing. And when you look back at the different, you know, obviously I'm definitely not the same woman I was at 22. Thank God. Um, yeah. As much as I love her, God, if I could take her and shake her and <laughs> tell her some things uh, about what she needed to do to get her life together. Um, but luckily at that point she had met Brian Cox. So <laughs> there was a she little was bit, well on her way. So there was a little bit of stability yeah. in her life to uh, help her become the woman she is now. Um you know, we all go through life where we take those risks or we make those jumps or those things that we're so scared of that, and we talked about fear earlier, of course, it was fear of talking into a microphone with chewing, but those real fears that we all kind of have to face that either, you know, were forced upon us at childhood, and so we have to kind of deal with them as we grow up, or just, you know, in reality. So, um, you know, it's kind of hard. There's a, a lot that people know about me and people don't know about me. And one of my biggest fears is opening up to people and letting them really know me because of just things that have happened in my life and and traumas I've been through. So brewing has actually given me a chance to be able to experiment and do things that I probably would not have done. Um, You know, and again, at 22, I would have never done it because I would have been so afraid of failure. Um, And that's really one of my biggest fears in life is failing at anything. And, um, I've come to realize in the last two to three years that it's okay. That, yeah, you are going to fail at things, and that's good because you're going to learn more. And the oxymoron is, um, as a teacher, that's what we tell kids all the time. You're going to fail. It's okay. That's where the learning happens. So to be able to embrace that as an adult has been, you know, a a real kind of eye-opener for me. And brewing has really helped me do that to realize that failing is okay. And I've failed a lot. (laughs) (laughs) (coughs) And uh, not just in brewing, in in things that I've done and I've tried to do relationships, friendships. um, I, you know, being able to understand that I'm not perfect at what I do and that I do make mistakes and coming to grips with that has been a huge eye-opening experience for me in the last four to five years. Um, And Carrie and I have known each other for... 15? Yeah, probably. About 15 years now. So Carrie's been part of my evolution. (laughs) So she could probably, um, you know, as a person, you see it more in yourself than maybe other people do because obviously that inner monologue. And by the way, I have an inner monologue that never stops. It's if you are ever in my head, run fast the other way. (laughs) I think a lot of women are like that. I do too. I I don't know that men... I haven't encountered a man, man yet that's... No. Or if they do, they're very reluctant to admit it because uh-huh. it's, it's a vulnerability. Um, and I guess that's one of the biggest things is learning to be vulnerable and, and more so with my friends, like my real friends. And, mm-hmm. and Carrie and I have been through this a lot too, obviously. And I am lucky. The friends I had at 22 are still my friends. Um, unfortunately, they all live in Delaware. But <laughs> so, I mean, they're still my friends and I was vulnerable with them and they know things about me that other people don't. But... And they helped me through other, you know, hard times and things like that. 
But as you grow, you continue to kind of build that circle. And then that circle, you decide who is worth being in your circle. And that changes all the time based on your ethics and your values. And um, I've really come to grips with that, that it's okay to let people go. And that was really hard for me too, because it was always my, I always, again, internalized as the perfectionist that it was my fault. What did I do that this person doesn't want to be in my life anymore? What, how did I hurt them? How did I do something? Why am I not good enough? Mm-hmm. Um, in, re- in reality, in probably the last two years, that, that line, why am I not good enough, has escaped my vocabulary. Um, and that was really hard to be able to do. And um, Brian and I probably a year and a half ago, and, and Carrie saw it, but mm-hmm. I know Carrie didn't know how to help. Um, <clears throat> I went through a very hard time of finding myself again. And uh, uh, luckily, Brian was there. Yeah. So that's what our partners in life do. Right. You know, that's that's why from 22 on. Right. He's still He's still <laughs> right. Here. And he luckily saw it and he knew what a lot of it was from. Um, I was dealing with some trauma from my childhood that had kind of resurfaced for different reasons. And... Um, he was just there and luckily let it pan out. And I unfortunately regressed to my 22-year-old self um, in just some of my behaviors and things that I did and the way I was acting. And I it was very selfish, but luckily he stayed. And it was through that that I realized a lot of it was that I my fear was I was not enough. I was not enough for him. I wasn't enough for my friends. And that realization that I was was huge. Yeah. So, and oddly enough, brewing helped with that. So that's how he helped. He's like, let's, let's learn something new. Let's, you know. Um, and you've had so much success with that. Yeah. It has been such a hugely <laughs> right. successful, impactful program. And the fact that you're able to bring that, um, that feeling to other people, like, I, I mean, we're all sitting around here and we're all teachers. So we know like what that feeling is of being able to bring, um, understanding and passion of something that you're interested in to other people and how um, and how that can build you up as a person. I mean, we teach because we want to help children, but we also teach for very selfish reasons and that it feels really, really good. <laughs> so right. I, 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 I appreciate the fact that um, that you took power in brewing and that you brought it to other people and so that we can all have that same feeling as well. No. And it's really it's really cool to me when people come in and they ask about brewing and stuff I, right. I can answer questions now <laughs> yeah. I mean That's and a lot awesome. of it is like a basic two-year-old answer <laughs> but you know I mean I can talk about practical. mash and I can talk about the fermenters and I can talk about the process and I feel like that um, it just makes what I do at Oak Road not pouring beer you know when right. people ask what I do I was like oh, I pour beer but really <laughs> but really I share with so people and talk to people yeah. and educate people and um, it's a, it's a really, really cool feeling to be able to, um, have that experience. Oh, that's awesome. So, yeah. And it really did take finding that purpose again, Yeah, um, which was a big thing. And I mean that, that why, that purpose of what I do and why I'm here. So, I mean, that's, that's yeah. kind of my story in a nutshell without going into specific details. Yeah. <laughs> we can save that for another time. But I think episode like, three, yeah. <laughs> I think like Lindsay said, realizing that you had something to give back and you're able to use some of the challenges you faced and some right. of the hardships to help other people is it's pretty amazing. I try. 
Yeah. yeah. You gave yeah. back tenfold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not the only one. No. I mean, that we've talked about how we all have things in common mm-hmm. that we're teachers and stuff like that, but I think there's more to it. I think underlying all of that, we all have a story to tell. And that's yeah. really what brings us all together. So you tend to gravitate towards people of who like have those values and, values and, those, yeah. and yeah, positivity brings positivity and Right. Negativity brings negativity. Exactly. As we've so, learned. Amen, yeah. sister. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah. Energy right. bus, shout out. That's right. Um, John Gordon. I yeah, love I know. all his books. <laughs> Sponsored by Energy Bus. <laughs> 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 uh, oh. That's awesome. Well, Amanda, what kind of challenges have you faced? As, have, basic, I'm just as, a basic as a basic New England. As a basic New England. Well, I also just celebrated no a th- listen, that's not a, that's that's a game ender, is what that is. No pumpkin spice. Um I turned thirty-two last week. Oh my gosh, you're so young. So such I have a, a little baby. bit of different oh, such a baby. I have a little bit of different, you know, challenges. Um but as I told Cox the other day when we were having these conversations and we were kind of talking about the background I was like hmm I was like challenges you know I picked up and moved my entire life um about nine years ago from New England shout out to New England <laughs> just a whole New England area not a specific right. state or anything. I mean just I'm, the whole area. I'm from Connecticut originally and then moved to New Hampshire and lived there for a while and I would like to just claim New England as a state so no some, one, no one can tell any of those little states apart anyway so we appreciate right. that okay. she, she references the Cape often so you know. I also reference the Cape a lot shout out to the Cape. so there you go we all know where <laughs> she's really <Yeah>. from <laughs> So, um, packed up, moved here, knew a few people, didn't know a lot of people. Um, alone? You were alone. I was alone. Holy. I offered a male suitor to come down, <laughs> and he <laughs> took a little too long to answer, so I packed my car I didn't know that. Wow, there nice. was a male suitor. Nice. When was it? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, well, I know there was always uh, one. But... Oh, no. Um, and I said, okay, bye. That in itself. Holy cow. Just... Yes. So, I came down, and... You know, wasn't going to stay and decided to stay. And I'm happy I did because now, you know, I met my husband. Um, I met all of you. Karaoke genius. Um, <laughs> let's not get into it. Um, <laughs> and then my parents ended up moving down here. And as, you know, some people know and some people don't. So my dad retired about two years ago. They moved to North Carolina. My mom decided to retire she got a job in North Carolina and goes I hate this and so she retired also they ended up they looked at 40 or more homes along the entire east coast and came to visit us and found Cane Bay it was the only house they agreed on there you go 40 houses later whatever takes right just to be clear when they tell people we wanted to move close to our daughter nope it's the only house they agreed on I was a bonus right the voice um and then January of this year because 2020 is baller um my dad was diagnosed with stage three esophagus cancer oh wow um and it was a lot and so I'm thankful that I came down here because even though it was a risk to come down here, I can help them. It's good news. He's doing he's doing good. a lot better good. than he was, um, except last or 
I hadn't seen them for a little while just because of COVID and school and everything. <laughs> and so my mom calls me and goes, dad had blood clots in his lung. And I go, I'm sorry, what's happening? And so I went to go put eyes on him and everything. Out. This was like literally Friday. I went to go put my eyes on him. And I, he was like, oh, I'm doing a lot better. It is a side effect of the chemo, but they're just keeping an eye on it and figuring it out. And I go, Dad, next time you want to see me, I go, just, you know, call. I was like, it's just a lot easier. Just um, the way it is. So that's, you know, and I have some more stories, but that's later. That's but later. Later. That later in but your we piece? love your dad because Amanda's dad oh loves God. Oak Road. He just has a huge fan. He, so <laughs> Does he come in? Huge well, fan. He, he came he in can't. twice, but he can't. he can't come right now. But okay. um, he's so funny because, so we had two roads. Sorry. Pause, pause for a weird pause awkward for weird. Okay. Um, So we have two roads which is a brewery in my town in Connecticut. So a bunch of people I went to high school with opened a brewery in a very shady area of town, but that's a whole different situation. My grandma is buried across the street from the brewery. Is that what makes it shady? No. Is that your grandma haunts their brewery? Oh, God. that's a cool story. Oh, God. She does now. I just made her. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So he has all these, like, two... He thought he was cool, so he had all these two-road shirts, and so then when he came down here... And he was like, Amanda. And I told him, I was like, Dad, I was like, my teaching partner for next year. You know, I probably said this before. I said, you know, we have a new teacher and she's the part owner of Oak Road Brewery. Literally. It's like he researched Oak Road. Like, <laughs> every time he's like, fun fact number 97. Did you know that they were in Forbes magazine? And like, blah, blah, blah. I was like, okay, Dad. Like, and he's like, I did, did not you? know that. Yeah, there you go. Thanks, yeah. Amanda's dad. Yeah, exactly. So every time I tell him, so... He always thinks that the beer that we all brewed together, he, every time I like show up that I'm going to have it. And I was like, nope, dad, it's not like, yet. it doesn't take that. Have you like given that. him Pisces? Um, I've not given him Pisces. I have given him Triple H. He loves Triple oh, H. He also so loved good. Bipolar. He actually loves all the ones that I love. That was funny. The he also hell? loves all the ones that I love. Okay. So I like that. But. I want to give him the pumpkin one, but he won't drink it. He pretends to like my shipyard from Maine, but he just does it to humor me because he's a good dad. That's what most people Aww. do <laughs> with your shipyard it's, from Maine. It's so good. What's it? Your lips. It's so good. I don't even Weird know what that is. Okay. It's pumpkin beer from Shipyards oh. the Brewery. It's out oh, of Maine. Okay. And it's literally the only time you can get shipyard down here mm. is the pumpkin beer. They it's don't. It's the only one. Mm. Yeah, I'll bring yeah. it. I mean, they have yeah, other beer, and they have good so beer, good. but that's usually the only time. Hmm. And so that's what Amanda got for her birthday from me. Oh, <laughs> just like a million, <laughs> a million six-packs of shipyard. Oh, nice. I said, oh, my nice. life has never been better. Oh, and of awesome. course, Chris goes, is that for us? I'm like, no. no. <laughs> me. Put your name on it. <laughs> like, just Amanda. Yeah. A pink toothpick in that thing. It's just for you. Sorry, that's my reference. Krispy Kreme. Krispy Kreme. Krispy Kreme. My dad used to bring home Krispy Kreme donuts, and oh. my brother and I would fight over them, so he'd put... Pink toothpicks and blue toothpicks, so we could denote. And then my brother was smart enough to take out the pink ones and put a blue one in. Oh when no! When he ate one of his, yeah. Dang you, Sorry. Jeff Borman! I know. Pink toothpicks so and blue smart. toothpicks. That's so, so smart. That's the rudest thing because I've ever heard. Subway, yeah. Subway, right by the brewery, used to be Krispy Kreme. Yes. What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Long yeah. time ago. Long time ago. And my dad worked. Up I don't Close to the that. interstate. It's crazy. At West Vaco. So. Yeah. So he bring home Krispy Kreme. Because there was no Berlin Myers Parkway, so yeah, and they turned it into a subway. The Berlin Myers Parkway opened when I moved in '98. Okay, I'm upset about that. I wish I didn't know that now. You know how much? (laughs) Do you know how much we loved Krispy Kreme? This is way off topic, but it was like the cake for a birthday. 
Chip would be happy. Cool. Yeah, yeah like he. That's no, they don't need any more business. One of our regulars. Cream on Ladson Road does not need any more business at all. They are packed. But anyway, sorry. So that's, it's your beard, not your husband's beard. It's my beard forever. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So, so those I are mean, huge risks to they take. They are. I mean, just pick it up. Why South Carolina? Okay. People so ask me that all the time. Dark? So that's why. No. Well, I hate the snow. Oh, I also don't think I've told, I don't said this. So I actually got rift. So reduction in force oh. from teaching. Oh. So they had, um, EL, um, writing and reading separate and they decided they were going to combine them. I worked in a very not great school district in New Hampshire. Um, we were the number one incest Ooh. and number one meth, uh, number one incest town in the country wow. and number one um, meth town. Like Ooh. I had students, wow. oh yeah. I had students whose houses literally were blown up from meth labs. So oh, I mean, what grade level crazy. were you teaching them? Middle school. Middle school. Um, it was crazy. Um, but I loved those kids because, you know, they, they had, some, they had some stuff yeah, they yep. going yeah. on. And yet they're still coming to school. They, yes. It's crazy. Yeah. So um, anyway, now they're all like some are old and married and have children. Let's not get into it. It makes me sad mm-hmm. because of I feel old. But anyway, um, so I got redu- there was a reduction in force. So I took a weekend and went back to my parents' house. And they were like, okay. They're like, you took, you know, the weekend. What's your new- next plan? And I was like, okay. I could stay in my comfort zone, say, in um, New Hampshire. And then um, I had some friends who had moved down here. My friend Kat. My oh, daughter. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I called her up, hadn't talked to her in a little while, and I said, what's going on? She's like, well, I'm in South Carolina. You know, I can get you maybe an interview and whatever. She was in Berkeley County. And um, I knew a few friends from college who had moved down here. So those were, like, the only people I kind of knew. But I moved down, and or I came down on a spring break and applied and went through all the clearance interviews. Actually found DD2 on a wrong turn from the GPS. <laughs> and said, that's a school district. I'll go put all my stuff in. And I got a call, Lori Estep. Shout out to Lori Estep. She, um found my resume in her spam like I had sent her an email wow and she she was looking for something else and she called me she said you seem pretty legit and I was like (laughs) okay and so I took some time off from the New Hampshire like uh, you know a a four-day weekend or something flew down and met with her and fell in love and I was like, okay, this is where I this is where I live now. This is where I belong. So I asked my male suitor. I asked, you know, my roommate at different. Not my roommate was was a lady. It was not said, the male suitor. Was not the male suitor. And I said, do you want to come down? And she said, and she said, I don't. And then he said, Ugh. and I said, <laughs> well, see ya. Okay, well, see I, ya. Let, me, let me rephrase that question. I'm going to South Carolina. Right. Who wants to so come, come with me? me. Exactly. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I love it here. I'm not going to move here unless the state of South Carolina kicks me out, pretty much. I so. heard there's paperwork already being started. <laughs> <laughs> Things that don't surprise me. So, it is 2020. It is 2020. They're know. like, she got to go. So. <laughs> this is the whole problem. Right, exactly. Too much New England for South Carolina. Right, yeah. I got it. Right. Just spreading the joy, y'all. Just spreading the joy. Um, but, yeah, so I came here, and I love it here. Um even in the when I look like I jumped out of a pool, like into a pool when I was walking outside, <laughs> I still love it here with your pumpkin, spice. with my pumpkin, pumpkin spice. spice and Uggs. How old were you when you moved? When you made that choice? How old am I? Thirty-two. Thirty-two. Thank, Thank you. So. I did say that. 
Um, Pause nine years for a ago. Small okay. Wow. Calculator break. That's, right. Exactly. About that, nine. That is, a, that is a big risk, especially mm-hmm. at that age. Yep. It is. It was. It it's was a huge move. It was a huge move. It was a huge driving down here. Um, I guess. Hold on. Now that I'm here, but I was gonna tell this story a little later, but I'm gonna tell it now and just you do it. Down. Do it. So the funny thing is, so the risk taking. So I thought about this, and then I moved here and and did all that. So when Cox used to ask in the hallway last year when I had met her, we really bonded over pajamas. We I think did. it's important that everyone knows that. <laughs> um, we we she did. had good pajamas. Well, I we finagled away to wear pajamas for an for entire week. week of school. Uh-huh. Like it was even a, though we were told it would couldn't be done. We're literally like, said <laughs> couldn't be done. Don't don't we can't stop. We won't stop. Miley Cyrus said it best. Um, <laughs> but um, there's a motivational speaker for you. There, amen. Just kidding. Please came in like a wrecking ball. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So Cox was like, you should come work at the brewery. And one of the, well, first of all, I was very, very busy. You just said that like my child does. (laughs) Anyway, go ahead. Like what? She says brewery. Brewery. Um, <laughs> so Cax said you should come work at the brewery. Um, <laughs> to enunciate. Yeah. And she and I was like, okay, like maybe, definitely. And I had just talked about it with Chris in passing. He's like, I feel like that's something you would like to do. But the reality was, is I was very, well, I was also busy last year, but that's a different story. But I said I was very scared. I don't even think I told you this because I did not know enough about beer. <laughs> And I did not want to make her look like an idiot. <laughs> and then when we officially became teaching partners, um, I, and she was like, no, I do think you, you know, you should come and I think you'd really like it. And I was scared because I was just like, again, I don't know enough. I don't want to look like an idiot. I'm teaching with this lady next year. <laughs> I was like, we're going to have to, you know, be at together in, cap- in all capacities. And I was like, and then she'll be like, oh, she's an idiot. <laughs> Never. So Never. Um, I appreciate the fact that this with brewing, you know, this that to me was a huge risk because it would honestly not just impact, you know, your my brewery brand. job. My, as I call it, my real job, yeah. brewery yes. job. Yes, it wouldn't. It would impact my insurance job as well, <laughs> aka school job. So you know, I was like, oh my gosh, like what if I'm not good at this? Like what if I don't know what to do? What if again I look like an idiot? And everyone was just so kind and so nice, especially the ladies. Ben, Ben's also nice too and so is Brian and so is other Brian and so is Andy but they're not women's and this is a women's podcast no. Um, no. I always call Andrea uh, my mentor and I'm her protege right there you go and so basically that's right and so I'm like it was nice they were kind and they take the time to teach us so that everybody knows what's going on and so I appreciate that because again this could have been a huge risk I've only broken one glass wood, so life's really good um but yeah, so that was that. I'm I'm thankful to be doing, and now I'm on a podcast. That's right. See, and then you got finagled into this. It just uh, is growing. It seems growing. Like, right. So risk taking is worth it. We tell the kids all the time, take the risk. Take We've the also risk. told them we work at a brewery. <laughs> so they know all about it. They've seen but pictures. We're they're good. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. We got okay. it. Cool, cool, yeah. cool. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> but yeah, thanks. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> 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 Like, if 11-year-olds can do it, we can. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Yes. Yes. Oh, my Lindsay. goodness. Everybody's looking at me Everybody, now. Everybody, it's your turn. Carrie's I avoiding. I'm, I'm, making, I'm, I'm making very awkward eye contact with you to make sure there? that you yeah. know. 
There is more beer there in is. here. Go for I'm it. Oh. You pour hey, Creeper's you're back. All the way over there. I just Creeper. did a shout out to you and how kind you were. Ben also has resting bitch face though, so I was really afraid of him at first, but now <laughs> oh I'm Oh my not. god, really? But he's like the I was afraid. Teddy bear I was ever. Afraid, afraid of Ben. Did you know that? I was afraid of you. No. Sorry. Really? You can't be afraid of Ben. Yeah, but I was just it was it was my own insecurity, you guys. That's what it was. That's that's usually what that it is. is. When you're intimidated by somebody, it's usually Yeah, it's you. Jeez, did it smell like hotness in here? There's a fan switch right there. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. I was over here like... Uh, ben just <laughs> turned the fan on so the women are all now... Woo, woo. Oh, so nice. We thought it was a hot flash. I know. I thought I was having a hot flash. At least flash, the older ones of us thought I did not. I did not, not think that. I would like Shut to say up, that out loud. 32. I did not Shut think up, that. 32. <laughs> but it's interesting that somebody brought up the word um, intimidating and they were talking about like Ben and it was funny because somebody mentioned that to me the other day. Or not the other day, like Sorry. two months ago. They were like, well, you know, when I first met you, I was you were intimidating. And my response back was, was I intimidating or was it on you? You were intimidated mm-hmm. by me. I said, because intimidation is a, a feeling you control. You, you know, you're mm-hmm. intimidated by someone, not, you know, you, you choose whether or not to let that person be intimidating. And she kind of looked at me and she was like, well, I said, well, yeah, I had resting bitch face. You were late. You were this. You were this. I said, I had everything within my right to be annoyed with you. Mm-hmm. So the intimidation factor was because you knew you were wrong. Is your reaction to... Right. You reacted. Yeah. That, that That's the excuse you made to make yourself feel better. Mm-hmm. It is. So. Sorry, yeah. Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Amanda, sorry for her own insecurities sorry, that reflected yes. onto I'm a negative... Sorry for my own insecurities, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Which is... Which is a huge insecurity with women. I yes. think more so. I mean, women more so. I mean, men maybe are intimidated. They just don't show Vocalize it. They don't it. show yeah. it as well. And yeah, exactly. They don't what talk about it say? as much. Because they just oh posture. Oh my God, I heard right. you. Get they out just, of here. Yeah, they bow up. They whatever. Yeah. I mean, and women do too. Mm-hmm. Women bow up. True. They come across as more bitchy or whatever whatever to make themselves less whatever. But um, it's, yeah, a very interesting emotion. Intimidation. It is. It is. So speaking of birthdays. Oh. Um, somebody else, it's me, has a birthday coming up. <laughs> so I, heard, I saw it's when we're close is to it, the Gemini party. So we should make it a Lindsay birthday party. Mine is October 3rd. Yeah, it awesome. is. We are awesome. releasing um, Gemini on October 2nd, which That's is right. not a coincidence at it all. Is it not. is completely no. planned. Yep. So um, that Friday night, we will have a Lindsay Gemini party. release women in brewing party and there could possibly be cake because yes, i will be turning yeah 42 no 41, <laughs> 41. Oh, for real for real but all right, wait, wait take two go back do it again i will be turning <laughs> 41 no, no, no. patrick doesn't edit, it. Patrick, don't don't edit, edit that <laughs> so um what's funny about me turning 41 and it being the release of the beer that um, I got to help brew is that my 40th birthday was a surprise birthday party that my wife put on for me and she had it at my favorite brewery, which is <laughs> Oak Road. So that was oh, sweet. really awesome that I ended up working there on my very next birthday. So That's awesome. That was an awesome surprise. It's pretty it magical. Was it was. It was. My wife, is, my wife is pretty magical in a lot of ways. Um, but that kind of leads me into my story <laughs> because um, what a lot of people know is that I used to have a husband and we were married for 11 years. We have three, and we were together for two years before that, so you can do that math. And I did it. <laughs> <laughs> she was probably thinking the subtract, like how old she was when that she was married really him. That was really fast. 
That was really fast. Sorry, I'm working on it. Keep going. That was really great. (laughs) That was really great. Um, And then, so we were married for 11 years. We have three um, beautiful little girls. Well, they're not so little anymore. Girls um, together. And um, I was never really super, super happy in that situation. Um, You know, when you're, I met my husband when I was 22. And again, when you were talking (laughs) earlier, I was like, I wish I could go back and talk to 22 year old Lindsay and just tell her just one or two things. Just some advice. Maybe just one thing. (laughs) thing. But um, she was, um, she was unsure of her place in the world and she did what everybody else was doing. And Mm -hmm. she was in college and um, I went to college at Charleston. Shout out Cougs. And um, I didn't super love it. I wasn't super great at it. That's for sure. But um, I knew that's what I was supposed to be doing. As I went to college, I met this nice boy, and um, you know, he was he was easy. He wasn't challenging. He wasn't hard. Mm-hmm. Um, our families were super nice. Everybody was really supportive. And you know, you meet somebody, you move in together. Usually not the same day, but that <laughs> that did kind of happen. And um, <laughs> we lived together for a long time. And he was a nice person. Um, and so when he asked me to marry him, I was like, well, I guess this is where we are now. This is what we do. This is what we do. So um, so this will be a fun story to tell on the podcast. <laughs> I was coming home from visiting my dad in upstate Illinois, and I was at the airport, and I was having a beer waiting for my plane. And I was talking to some random person sitting next to me, and I told him, um, I think my boyfriend is going to propose when I get home. You just, you know, you have yeah, the feeling. you know what it's coming. You know yeah. the feeling, the comments, the things. <laughs> Bert. I'm not. I'm not as good at <laughs> social cues. Where are you going? And um, you know, the guy was like, "Really? I don't know." He's like, "Sometimes you know the chicken." I was like, "No, this is pretty much going to happen." And I sat there, and I sat there, and I missed my plane because I didn't want to go home. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, and then I was, you know, had that moment of like gathering your thoughts of like, "What am I doing? What am right. I doing?" So I figured it out. I got on the next flight. Um, it was a few hours later. It wasn't that big a deal. And um, I went home and he did and he proposed to me and I knew like that was the moment. I was like, I had to make that choice. I was either going to walk down that road or I was not. And um, and I did. And I said yes. And we ended up getting married. And um, he was a great guy. He was a great guy. I really I can't I can't complain about who he was as a person. He loved me very, very much. He loved our kids very, very much. Um, But it was just. I was just never that into him. Right. Like, is that a terrible thing to say? Like, he was no. a nice person. He treated me really well. We had a great life. We were great right. with money together. Like, that was the one thing that we did is we did the Dave Ramsey mm-hmm. financial piece. Mm-hmm. And yep. we just, like, rock that thing yeah. inside and out. Um, and so fast forward to us getting divorced. And I ended up being okay. But um, I was a stay-at-home mom for mm-hmm. seven years. So I did graduate from College of Charleston. I worked as a teacher for... Uh, four years and um, at the birth of our second child I was like this is this is nuts like I'm going to be paying so much for childcare. Right. everybody else yeah. is going to be raising my kids so um, and because of financial peace we were able to afford for me to stay home so I was staying home shout out Dave Ramsey mm-hmm. right girl yeah. that is if you haven't done him. financial peace mm-hmm. it's You're the best thing out. ever it everyone's is. talking it about it and it's now it's thing. official Do having now, now, now New it. England basic will <laughs> jump on board <laughs> Because this, it's super important to the next part of the story yes. is because um, when, you know, we had, I was staying home for seven years. I had a part-time job. Mm-hmm. I worked at a physical therapy office for four hours a week. Nice. Yeah. It was awesome. It was awesome. It was a great job. I just went there, t- chatted with people, answered the phone. I put on right. real clothes. You know, it was amazing. Got to get out. Yep. Um, but it wasn't like a real job. I wasn't like making money. I didn't have health insurance or whatever. Um, but... 
I was very, very lost in my life Mm -hmm. being a stay-at-home mom. And um, so I went to, um, I joined the YMCA because they would watch my children for two hours a day and I could take a break. (laughs) So so I started working out and running and I met like this whole fitness community and that was, uh, that was amazing. Um, And then I met um, this girl that was just amazing to me and she was so smart and so funny and so talented and um, just someone that I wanted to talk to all the time. It was like Mm -hmm. something funny would happen, I would want to share it with her. Something terrible would happen, I would want to share it with her. And along the way, I kind of realized, like it wasn't, I didn't just like her. Like this was, this was more than that. This Mm -hmm. was like a really, really big deal. And um, I had basically no job. I had no health insurance that wasn't with my husband. Um, And it was a huge risk, but again, I had done all of this stuff on the background. I graduated from college. I had a degree. Mm -hmm. I had teaching experience. I had work history. Everybody would have said wonderful things about me. And so, um, so I told my husband, I was like, I, I want a divorce and me and my three kids moved in with my parents. (laughs) Yeah. It was so fun. I cannot express to you how much fun that was. (laughs) (laughs) Just incredibly grateful that they were there and they were supportive, but been there, again, I was gonna say, isn't it so fun? <laughs> we'll I get to it. <laughs> yeah, moving back in with your parents as an adult with children—it's a special, it's a special Is kind there of more fun. More beer, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? There's, there's but, not, y'all. But <laughs> it's, like, it's and, no, it's and if you if your children know, it's a special kind of love that yes. you're willing to do that. Yes, you know, right. yes. Like as a mom, if my kids ever needed yes, me in that way, that. Right. Um, because telling my mom that I was getting divorced and that yeah. I was. Um, taking up with this woman was a very, very, we never go back to that restaurant, y'all. Yeah. Never. We have never been back. Um, it's just too much. <laughs> Getting all this, Jack. <laughs> I know. It's a crazy story. Um, it's a brave, but I did. It's a brave story. It was. Not a crazy it story. was. Very brave. Honey, and if you look at me now, you know, we have a house. We right. have, you know, our kids are all together. We have, I have a great job. Um, was Sarah the girl? Sarah was the girl. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> well, I didn't know if it was like maybe like there was been another girl or Sarah. Yeah. It's not that. It's or not that she's exciting. not telling. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, no, I it didn't. Was. It was. It was. Sarah it, was. There could have been somebody else and um, then Sarah. <laughs> it was just one of those things like we were friends and we were best friends and we talked all the time and we hung out all the time. And then, you know, there's the, oh, how do you meet your husband conversation? And we both kind of had the same story. It was just kind of like. That's what everybody else was doing. Everybody else was meeting guys and moving in together and getting right. married and starting a family. Yeah. And um, at no point did I stop and say, well, maybe I could do something else. You know, when growing up, I I knew one gay person and that person was like way super out there, like right. crazy right. clothes and crazy lifestyle. And I was like, well, that is not me. <laughs> like if you could see me sitting here in my like shorts and T-shirt and flip flops, like I am, I don't have a sense That's of style. I don't have like... <laughs> It's totally what I'm wearing. <laughs> pajama girl. You just sit there in your pajamas. So it's like, I don't, don't I'm not. Don't hate the player, hate the game. All right, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little jealous of the player. So it's just like, you don't, you can't see yourself doing anything else until you see yourself doing something else. Like, I'm sure that, um, Bert, you never were like, gosh, I just, I can't wait to move and leave my whole life and all of my friends and family right. until that moment when you're put in a situation and you're like, I could have something else. And to be brave enough to do that i think is really hard to do and i know there's probably a lot of people not that are listening to this podcast really but there's a lot of people like in the world that think there's (laughs) that even though they're unhappy they don't have a choice 
and there was right. nothing else that they could do. So it did work out. It was really, really hard. I cannot underestimate and understate how very, very hard it was to go from being a stay-at-home mom married to my ex-husband to a full-time working mom married to my wife. So, but it's funny. We'll just make this end on a funny note. So anytime <laughs> this conversation comes up when I'm tending bar about, oh, I have kids, you know, we're a blended family. I have a wife. And then you can see like Excuse people's me. brains like you can struggling, like their brain is like trying so hard to put things together. And most of the time people are like, oh, okay, that's great. And moving Move on. on. And then sometimes <laughs> they are not. Yes, Lindsay has made many a friend. <laughs> and then they just want to ask all sorts of questions. And I'm just like, dodge, weave, duck, you know, yeah. trying to avoid this. I'm like, this is a very hard conversation to have. Like when I had that conversation with my mother, like that was a hard conversation. I certainly don't want to have the same conversation with some rando sitting Stranger. across the bar from right. me. Right. Yes. Right. So, yeah. um, I mean, other than everybody that's listening that I've never <laughs> before. Right. On this podcast. So. But the good thing is it's not really a conversation. Really they just here. get to hear it. Lindsay, yeah. here's so. the best part And you don't about have to it. see them. You can now direct them to the podcast if they have any questions. Exactly. Yes, I'll be like, I have a podcast yes. for you. <laughs> yes. You yeah. want to know? Go listen. Yeah. yeah. Go so listen this is the end of that story. story. This is the end of that story. Okay. So yeah, it's um, it's hard to be brave and it's hard to take chances, but it's not the end. It's though. not no. the, the end. It's not the end. There are so many mornings, and I'm sure y'all can all attest to this. Yeah. Where it's like, I don't think I can do this. Mm-hmm. I don't think I can put one foot in front of the other and make it through this right. day. But for me, it was my kids. Right. I got out of bed. I put clothes on. I fed them breakfast. I got them to school. I just did one thing at a time, and I made it through that day. And I made it through. Sometimes I made it through that hour. And right. just whatever you have to do to make it through that that hard part of your life, and then you get to the next part of your life, and it's a little, a little, a little bit oh, it's so little bit easier. <laughs> But then it does, and then you look, and I mean, and I love watching you and Sarah together because I think you're so adorable. We are adorable. (laughs) They're so adorable. Like, they'll walk across the street holding hands, and I'll be like, you're not allowed to do that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And Lindsay always laughs. Yep. But, um, and with their kids. And so, I mean, you have so much that, and you're so happy. We are. Which is a big thing. Like, you started with, you're like, you know, I was doing stuff, but I wasn't really happy. happy. I wasn't really living my life. I was living a life. And if you looked outside, you're like, oh, they've got a nice house, and she stays home, and What's you know, her problem? they have no debt. <laughs> and then you would be like, wow. But really, on the inside, um, I was not a good match for him, and he was not a good match for me. And that was really the selling point. Sarah's like, you have no debt? Yeah, you're exactly. Not a girl. Exactly. <laughs> When I met Sarah at the bar, I said, hi, are you Sarah? <laughs> Lindsay, like, really likes you or something <laughs> stupid, <laughs> something like, stupid that. like that. Like, and Sarah's probably and Sarah's like, I like, hope so. Okay, cool, thanks. <laughs> like, she was so kind Sarah to me. Sarah is and very like, laid back. Yeah, she is so laid back. Like, you're not going to get a rise. I'm sorry, I'm weird. Bye. <laughs> yes. Like, even when the kids do stuff, like, she is not one to scream. I'm like, they leave a sock on the floor and I go to a 10. I'm like, why is there socks everywhere? <laughs> That's everywhere. because you have to hold it together all day. Oh. At school, exactly. so when you come home, that's All how day. I yell at my dogs, and my husband looks at me and says, "They're dogs," and I was like, "It doesn't I said matter." What I said, right? <laughs> they right. left their fur here on they purpose. Now that's I'm going right. to awkwardly look at look you because it's, it's your turn. Well, she did. <laughs> Carrie alluded. Carrie's yeah, got a story kind of similar, kind of similar yeah. to Lindsay's. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, I, I met a guy when I was 15. Whew. Yeah, Patrick Run, Patrick Run. <laughs> I know, and I look at my children right now. By the way, have... Amanda's eyes are like huge and big. Like... Right, I know. <laughs> I just know what I was doing at 15 <laughs> and who right. I thought about. Yes. And I know. 
but I was very much a, I still am. Oh my God. Type A like planner and, you know, and so it was like, oh, okay, this is what, you know, and I had good puppy love and, you know, and then I got a little bit older and I graduated from high school. I went to college, you know, still and with we were boy. still together. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so then it's kind of like, all right, well, you know, this is what we're supposed to do next is get married. This is what people do. This right? is what people do. Right. Um, and I never even gave a thought to maybe I should have another boyfriend. <laughs> like, and he wasn't my first boyfriend. Um, but, you know, pro- by a lot of means, probably the first person that, you know, I really spent a lot of time with. Um, and I stayed here. I went to Charleston Southern because I didn't want to leave. And then we moved together to Myrtle Beach for like a semester because I hated Myrtle Beach. <laughs> it was horrible. It was a horrible place to live in the fall. Shout out to Myrtle Beach. <laughs> <laughs> only sorry, only blueheads there in the fall. What's a bluehead? Old people, correct? Old people, correct. <laughs> My parents had a house in Myrtle when Beach and sold it when they die. When they try to dye their white hair, yeah. Just in case there are people listening who don't know, there's a, like you I have knew. this dream of you're young and you want to like go out and party and well, yeah. go to bars. And I wasn't old enough yet anyway, so because I was only twenty. And it's all old people driving slowly. And nothing to do, and the bars close in the winter in Myrtle Beach, so it was horrible. And I hated coastal I and hated people it, driving so. slowly. Yes, people driving slowly. The slow driving. Yes. So, um, so we moved there together, and then came back together, and I moved back in with my parents, which was fine because I was still twenty. Um, but it was kind of like, all right, the next step is we should get married. That's what we should do. So that's what we did. So at twenty one. I guess. Yeah, 21. I was getting married and I had already been teaching for a whole semester because I got hired in January. I do have a question. Yeah. <laughs> Could you drink at your wedding? Yes. Okay. Yes. That's a new... Maybe I was 25. Was that misinformation? That's, that's I think a I new told... law that I'm making when yeah. I become the president. You have to, <laughs> you have to be able to wedding. drink at your wedding. Um, well, you you're the campaign manager for the Cox Bentley campaign. That's your only platform. Sorry, I needed to know. Yeah. Well, and I had already been teaching for a semester because I graduated in December. Because um, I was just an overachiever like that. You know, like set those Here, goals, yeah. go for it. Got yeah, it. like yep. do yeah, it. type A. I, yeah, I went to That's school we in January when we didn't have school. And, you know, um, and I had a dad that first class. He said to me, how old are you? Because I took over. The teacher I was working with left amazingly Shocking. and I took her class so I got <laughs> it was beautiful it was a beautiful situation and he said how old are you and I said I'm 20 and he was like are you sure you are capable of teaching this class <laughs> I was kind of like thanks yes sir I sir. just graduated <laughs> like right yeah so <sighs> thanks, there's all sir. of those things you know where people have this idea of what things should be like um I guess you should be an old lady to be a teacher. I don't know. But um, anyway, we got married and we were married for 15 years and we had some beautiful children. They are beautiful. And I, they, they are, are great. They are great. And I, but I got to, I really don't know what the cause was. I really don't know what started it, but I got to a place where I wasn't happy and I knew I wasn't happy. And I felt like I was not setting a good example of what a family should look like for my children i didn't i hate to say i didn't love him but there was something that i just was like um, 
I don't dislike you, but I'm just not there. A nice person, right, right guy, doing the right thing. Most not. Yep. Yeah. And so, <laughs> well, you can yes. say it. Yes. Yeah. We know he doesn't listen, yeah, so no, it's okay. But, no, <laughs> I mean, no, we we were not. I don't talk. I don't talk a lot of crap about my ex. No, and, no. and Carrie does I not grew, either. I grew no. and changed, and right, and he, and he did change in a different not, way. No, he just didn't. He just didn't. So I would. Carrie and I were very good friends at the time. Yeah, and so. You know, I started running, which I hate. I hate running. I still don't love she it, does. but I do it for a reason. Right. Um, you know, it's it's a mind thing yes. more than anything yes. else. But I started running again, and we lived on some property, so I could run my driveway back and forth in laps, and that was what I did for, you know, kind of my sanity. And and there was there was one day where um, that Rachel Platten song, fight song, was uh. on my earbuds. That song came out in 2015. Ask me how I know. Yep. <laughs> yep. And so. I literally just stopped on my driveway and broke down on my knees and just cried because I was like, I can't do this anymore. This, I don't know what I need to do, but I can't do this. This is not yep. working. Yep. And it was a moment of realization that was scary and enlightening all at the same time. Like, okay, well, you have to figure out something else. If, right. that's, if this is not where you're going to be, then you have to do something else. But it was like, nobody, nobody in my family has ever been divorced. A D like, word, so yeah. Hard. Like it, that's you know, a hard place to be. you don't, you don't do that. Well, yeah. and as Type A, you don't do right. that. You don't want to fail. Right. That took me some therapy um, to get through. That it wasn't that I failed. Right. You know, I did all the things I needed to do. It just wasn't working. And sometimes you got to have somebody else doing the things that need to be done. Right. Um, and we did. We did have kind of different views on raising children that I really didn't realize we had, yep. and maybe the amount of time that you should spend with your children and you know supporting them and doing things and going to soccer games and yes. practices and so and yes it's all annoying and time consuming but, but you, you do have it. to do it you anyway have to, you signed up for yeah, it's what you yes. signed up for as a parent so that's why i don't have children that year <laughs> yes. that year was but you know that the so. year that aaron and i actually started yep. part we have we were teaching partners that next mm-hmm. that following year we started together um it's and right. i i remember I had B. crying on her back porch yeah you know, there was a lot of, because it was just new and changing, and I was trying to find myself at 37 years mm-hmm. old. You know, I was, like, rediscovering who I was before. Relearning. Yeah. Yep. Bef- right. You know, who who could I, or who should I be? I don't know if who it's do I could wanna or be. should. Who do I want to be? Yeah. Um, and so it was just overwhelming a lot of times. Um, you know, and as the mother... Your kids, thankfully, spend the majority of their time with you in most situations. You know, there are really, really great dads who spend a lot of time with their kids. Um, But that was overwhelming, too, because I just felt like I needed to be this strong person for them and show them that what I was doing was worth it. And it was, you know, that's hard. It was hard for them. They were in fifth grade and kindergarten. Um, No, first grade, fifth grade and first grade. So Mm -hmm. it was hard for them, too. Um, But then I met my husband <laughs> after we got after i divorced the other one um weird stalker i know <laughs> weird stalker that he was his child went to my school <laughs> i did not teach by, him oh by what? the way he's, he's a, i love that he's a, he's a police officer yes, who's yes, a weird, no, just, yes. i'm just kidding sid is the sweetest guy he's ever sweet. please he's 
No. Did he like see you in a hallway and was like, Actually I want to coming out her? the back door. I have a daycare on a Friday. <laughs> on a Friday. Well, I only know because Carrie's like, hey, I this guy is trying to friend me. <laughs> he will, he will, he will so tell you cute. that. I saw him in the hallway and I pulled him in my classroom. That's he not makes the up way a whole big that, that was in his brain. He's got, right. Right. He's got a great story. For Chris, has, Chris has a million great stories no. too that never happened. So no. no, but he. When, so by the time I met Sid, um, I was in a really good place. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm done with men because they're stupid. You know, because I had tried yeah. dating. I had tried yeah. dating some, and I, yeah. you know, tried. that was Birch that said that. I just feel like we I need to that. credit <laughs> that. It yeah. was Birch that said yeah. it, and I did say Amen. I was saying. <laughs> I, I think I was more like I'm. A, I'm okay being where I am. And I'm okay being me. Were you I'm still okay being single? Were you still at your parents' house? Oh yeah. Yes. Okay. I love um, my parents, and God bless them for letting us yes. live there. But, amen. Um, because that was a big blessing when I when we sold our house. And but I that meant you were closer to, to me. I know. Yeah. Oh, I know. I was closer to her. Um, but yeah, I Carrie's was in a really great place. Me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was in a really great place when I met him. And so maybe that's the reason, you mm-hmm. know, to, you, were you, able to. you exude a different kind of confidence yep. when you're in that kind of a place. Um, but yeah, no, I was leaving school on a Friday afternoon. I had my hair in a ponytail. I was wearing a tie-dye shirt and jeans, walking out with my children. And he pulled up at the back to get his child from Extended Day. And he had his windows down. And literally, it was like a cartoon. Like her eyes went, huh. And then I was like, huh. Let me and, stalk him. And he had, sent, <laughs> he had actually sent me a friend request before that because, of course, you know, we had mutual friends in common from school and things like that. And I was like, who is this guy? I don't know who this guy is. So I didn't accept it. And then I saw him one day and I was like, oh, I'll accept that friend request. And, and we weren't, but we still had never talked until we saw each other that afternoon. And then he sent me a message and was like, hey. I saw that um, you work at my son's school or something stupid like that. <laughs> and he was like, what are you doing? And I was like, well, I'm going out tonight with some friends. And he said, well, I have to work because he's a police officer. He said, I have to work tonight. So if you need something, I'll be on duty. Call me. And I was Aww. like, oh, okay. that's so sweet. Like, I really hope you didn't need it. All right. No, <laughs> not, I did not. And then the next day, he, I was a little bit, I'd had a little bit too much to drink. <laughs> so the next morning, he sent me a message. He was like, hey, do you want to go to lunch today? I was like, eh, I'm just like, I'm not. And he was like okay that's fine i'm gonna grill something and um i'll talk to you later and i was like well well wait wait wait, wait. wait. I didn't say no wait yeah. yeah i was like i mean no let's let's go let's go to lunch so and it kind of lunch date yeah we did at taco boy on folly beach i love Aww. it they're so sweet they are super sweet. it was that's fabulous so nice. but i mean that's you know great but great even answer. that think about it like a, a, it was again because i know carrie yeah. even that her relationship with with sid was a big risk because she was. worried she's like it's too soon i shouldn't mm-hmm. be this this shouldn't be happening and he has some um mm, i hope he doesn't ever listen <laughs> there were some things at first sid. that i was like he's kind of like and now i know he's not at all like right. my ex-husband but it, in the beginning like surface things like he loves woodworking and making things Mm -hmm. and and that was something that but my ex never finished anything he never finished a project like you know yes Yes. it's very annoying um so on the surface yeah yeah (laughs) on the surface i was like oh i don't know you know but i was well give it a chance all i can do is it doesn't work and i'm not stupid enough this time to get into something wait 20 years to (laughs) figure that out right realize this is a waste of my time yeah um so i don't know I mean, we st- I still lived with my mom and dad until we got married. So that was, bless them. And then <laughs> and then we moved out and we lived in his house. And then we sold his house before our house was done. And we all moved back in with my mom and dad. 
Oh my god, girl. That is Sue so Dan. hard. So Sue it was Dan fun. have a camper. They it was fun the dream. I know Sue they do. Dan lived it was the dream. fun Don't being even. married and living in your mom and dad's house too because you just felt a little bit like what what should I not be doing <laughs> in their house? Is it okay? I have a list. <laughs> <laughs> is it okay to do this because we are married? I know. Now. Like are we allowed? <laughs> but I will say they no, like the answer still no. <laughs> they were whatever. Mostly, the answer is hell yes. Oh god. Uh, they were mostly not there because they do have a place in Florida. So they like to winter, which means most of the year they like to spend their time in Florida. Those snowbirds. And your mom likes to put ice cubes in her Yes, beer. ice cubes <laughs> in her beer. Yes, what? she likes her beer super cold with ice. Puts ice cubes in her yeah. beer. It's Cat really level. adorable. Yeah. <laughs> so it's That's super so cute. fun. She won't listen either. She'll just go, no. I didn't know about it. I didn't it. know there was a podcast, <laughs> mom. So. <laughs> so, I mean, when I look back at where I am now, and I don't, I don't know that I ever thought I would be able to take all of those risks to get here. Like you look back at the decision that it is to get divorced. And, yeah, and but like I said, it really was huge. just, it was just like was there was one, and I don't know what started. There was just one moment where I was like, I have to make a change. I have to do something else. And a lot of it really was that I didn't feel like our relationship was showing the kids what a true marriage and partnership. Mm-hmm. Cause I really did not have a partner, what a partnership should be like, you know? And Sid and I cook together and he does laundry and I do laundry and he cleans and I clean. And, you know, it really is a partnership and I think an example of what marriage is. You know, you love each other. You can get mad at each other, but then you talk about it. And I used to have this big fear of fighting in front of the kids mm-hmm. and not like knock down, drag right. you know, like yelling. But now I'm of the opinion like it's okay for them to see a so, struggle. Yeah. That's a, like yeah. it's okay yeah, right. for them to because they need I to see. I yes, felt absolutely. like absolutely because how do you get past that if you've never you? seen it done? Right, right. I, I felt like I didn't. Yep. My my parents were amazing and wonderful, but I don't know that I could count on one hand the number of times I ever saw them yes. fight or argue. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so for me as a married person, I didn't think that that was what you should do. You should never but argue I needed, or show any sort of. I always right, called it right. chinks in the armor. Yeah. Like you should always yeah. present this front that everything was fine and you were fine and mm-hmm, your marriage right. was fine yeah. in front of the kids and in my case in front of everybody. In front of everybody. I never yep. let anybody ever, best friends, no one, no, my yeah, parents, see. like in my, and and my that, mom and I are super close yeah. and I never yeah. wanted to. So when I had that conversation about wanting to be divorced, that was the first time that anybody had ever heard right. that I was unhappy yeah. in my marriage. I had one, I had one friend. She's, she's still, she's still a good friend. Her name is also Carrie. But I did, not very long after my son was born, he was probably two, she and I had a, like a, I cried on her driveway. There's something about being outside Outside, on decks and driveways with me. And, and, you know, she knew that I was not happy. But then, again, you just move past it and you're like, oh, I'm fine. It just, I don't know. It was just a thing. Well, you just had a baby and it's very stressful. I mean, you can chalk it up to a lot Well, it is. It's it's interesting that, you know, we have talked about what it is that appeals to me that that's it we all as women are very strong and feel the need that people can't see those chinks in our armor mm-hmm. yes that if they see them then that makes us weak or that makes it they're going to take advantage of us right. they're going to do something and i think that's really important for people to see men and women by the it way is. i think men are guilty of this is even more so than women the chinks in the armor yep. um but that's part of what makes us stronger is that when other women and other men see that, oh, wait, there is a chink. There are lots of scars. There are lots of, lots of things. traumas. There's lots that this person has overcome. And look, they still are sitting there going, hey, it's a great day. Let's go out for a 15-mile right. run and let's go do a podcast. <laughs> and yeah. let's, 
and but, sling beers at a brewery from 12 to 6. Sling beers. And go to school hey, and hey, do lesson is, plans for the week. Right. Hey, guess what? This isn't live. Nobody's going to hear it. I remember that. I just thinking that. <laughs> that. Someone, someone is getting ready to go sling, sling beers at Oak Grove. Yeah. Someone is first right now. Whenever you're listening to this. this we're yeah. doing schoolwork first. But I think that's just so empowering. And I think people forget that. That those actual stories are what makes us all human mm-hmm. and that's what is that appeal and i mean going back again to the brewery i think and this is one of my favorite favorite parts of being with brian and ben because ben is my second husband um no not that. lucky <laughs> I'm a which poly- one i'm a polygamist <laughs> yes to, no i'm just kidding just kidding so just kidding but <laughs> The podcast took a big old left turn. Sorry. Risk taking, you guys. (laughs) (laughs) But both of them so encourage that. I mean, they encourage it with everybody, not just women. But of course, because the other gender is women, they are very encouraging of that. That's why I thought it was hilarious when you said Ben was intimidating. Uh, (laughs) Again, it's just his resting bitch face. I got over it very quickly. Just saying. And it was my own beer insecurity. <laughs> there you go. So, you, go. you know, kind of approaching them about things I wanted to do, there was never a hesitation about, they're like, yeah, of yeah. course, go find the right group of women. Go for it. They're like, you know what to do. Do it. Yeah. So, you know. And they sure found us, you guys. <laughs> yeah, they sure found us. <laughs> well, I think it's funny that you said that about being insecure about beer because I think that Aaron asked a lot of really great questions during my interview, but the one that I found to be the most stressful and that I didn't quite know what to say was, what kind of beer do you like? I'm like, oh, I don't know what to say here. My, own, my actual response would have been Shipyard Pumpkin. Bye. <laughs> And had that been, I would have been like, and we're done. uh, (laughs) Which is why my interview went a little differently. (laughs) What else is? (laughs) Because it is. Because you don't really know a lot about brewing and you don't know a lot about beer. And it's funny that you said that about brewing because um, my ex-husband brewed beer, but it was not something I was a part of. Like that was something that he did. That was his activity. Um, that he would take a day and, and do that. And I mean, sometimes I would help um, do like canning or, you know, right. something like that. But as far as like actually brewing the beer, he would just, I was just not involved in that at all. Right. So getting to do it, I was like, ah, I totally could have done this That's, with him. Like, right. well, I feel like now, like, I feel like I could do it. Like, like oh, I, if I had space course. to do this, yeah, you course. could. Yeah. So maybe yeah. when we move and someone you buys could. our house, buy my house. <laughs> um, and we have uh, a garage, maybe I will try. And, that's, and make yeah. my own. And for the longest time at home, that was Brian's thing. And I mm-hmm. let him go because it was his thing. I yeah. mean, everybody has their thing. Their own yeah. hobby. Yeah. And he would never exclude me. It was just, I just didn't. Like if you walked out there and right. said, hey, he what are you doing? Yeah. And, you know, yeah. I mean, and Patrick from birth could tell you how to brew. I mean, we have pictures of him <laughs> as a toddler, right. which you all see on Tuesday because it's his birthday. Um, I will post them of him using like pots and pans and tubes and like, what are you doing? I'm making beer. Okay, yeah. great. I do. <laughs> making beer. Um, so obviously he used that to help with Patrick and those kind of things. It wasn't until we opened the brewery, and that was a huge risk, obviously, opening a brewery. I can't with, even imagine. With, with, by the way, just people don't really know, and since we don't have that many people who listen to our podcast, we are the, uh, like, Ben, Brian, and I are the owners. Everything invested in it is 
either the bank has loaned us money or those kind of things. So, yes, we have debt. Unfortunately, sorry, Dave Ramsey. Um, yes. <laughs> no, this well, is one of the things you're allowed to have debt for. Your yeah. house um, and yeah. um, a business. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, it really is, if we don't do the work, then it doesn't get done. Then the business right. will fail. So that risk, and then that was the thing. So then I had to invest myself. I have to mm-hmm. know what's going on. If I don't know what's going on, then this isn't my business, and you can't put my name on it. And so, yeah. You know, I it was that step of, oh, God, this is so boring. It's science. Even though I do love science. <laughs> it's the waiting part. Yeah, it is. I There's so much waiting. waiting. We don't wait very well. I am not a good patient person. But right? last time when so. we had the pickle pizza and snacks, like that made the waiting See, brewing with my better. Yeah. is amazing. Yes. Right. I'm looking fun. forward to the next one. I know. Yes. Pickle pizza and fun and dance parties. parties. Inappropriate. Yes. We're not having pumpkin spice. No, there I will, will take be. it out of the equation, but I'm excited well there'll be pumpkin beer probably still maybe done because it's the middle it'll be the end of october yeah that we brew the last one that's the last one of our our series for this year and then we'll start planning for next year which i really do want us to do once a month next year i think we can get there okay i think we're gonna have true confessions time Uh oh yesterday when i was at work car are we in (laughs) what yesterday when i was at work um ben asked me if i wanted to try the gemini and i did and it was was so freaking good good. it was so freaking good i was very nervous like i smelled it and i swirled it and i was because i don't like um black lagers it's not like my favorite i don't like ipas so i was like at all i don't like ipas i don't like black lagers like all of those things are like against me but i was like i brewed this beer and i am going to drink it it. i'm gonna drink every sip of it it is really it is really good it It is is really good i was very surprised at how much i liked it yeah andy green aka my dad is gonna be so excited (laughs) oh my gosh and it'll clear up like that's the other thing like the picture i sent you guys it's Mm kind of cloudy but we'll clear it up um when it goes to carbonation and things like that and it um it is very smooth as far as so an ipa smooth. like it's still got so that smooth. bite yes. but not smooth. but not terrible it's yeah. not like uh like a super hoppy one no. that gets like stuck in the back which, of your throat which is funny because we think about all the, hops all the hops we put so in there I mean, there's a lot of there were pounds of hops because pounds. i had to pounds. i had to do it <laughs> you had to, <laughs> measure. I had to measure I, ho- I hope you're in training for next time because that next was kind time of won't a, have a lot of hops. yeah we won't have a lot the yeah, s'mores but, one won't have hops oh you already knew that's what I forgot. I forgot. I'm excited again. Okay, for those of you that don't know, Gemini is the next beer coming out, and then the next one after that's going to be a s'mores, s'mores beer. beer that'll be called Aquarius, and um, that yes, so it'll be part of our like a s'more. It will hopefully. Um, it'll be one of our twelve beers of Christmas. So it'll have chocolate, marshmallow, and graham cracker at, it added to it. We're going to use one of our base beers that we already know how to make, and then we'll add those. Add kind of flavorings to get yeah people are really starting to get excited about 12 beers of christmas like i would say I, okay, that people, first off people are always excited about yeah, the 12 but it's like christmas because it's, it's getting closer so, yeah they're yeah. like oh it's almost 12, 12 beers, beers of christmas we have something to look forward to exactly. it is it's like the first thing really that we can yeah. be excited about because it's definitely definitely going to happen yeah like yeah. even if you don't want to come in you can right. still go come go, and figure it out figure out how to get a beer Drink a Come beer. Drink it. It's yep. so good. I know. I'm 12 so years excited. Of Christmas are it's so, so much fun. fun. I love the t-shirt. so excited. It's the only long sleeve t-shirt we ever release is the yeah. 12 Beers of Christmas t-shirt. And Caleb designs it. Which, oh my gosh, by the way, Caleb's design for Gemini. So he darkened it up a little bit and he made the beers darker. And so... And he, he put the ABB and everything on it. So if you don't know what those designs look like, go to our Instagram, Women in Brewing page. Yes, they are beautiful. Carrie, you're so yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. 
Good stuff. Like, so the coloring is great. so good. I know. So good. Um, <laughs> We're just like, the coloring is on. I would say doing a podcast is a, is a risk, but not when yeah. Carrie Lewis. Oh, no. Yeah, I was going to say that. We just show yeah. up. Yeah. The whole I was so nervous growing. about doing a podcast. Are you kidding me? Oh, yeah. And, the then first I listened, one. and then I listened to Brian and Ben's podcast. And, and I was there's like, no oh, way we can anyone sure could do that. Do anyone I'm can do that. Sure I can do that. <laughs> oh my god! But you have the perfect sweaty balls. Don't sweaty, sweaty, balls. Balls. sweaty balls. So yes, we do have a. That was a huge risk. I don't even think about it. See, oh, yeah. I don't even think it about was. it as a risk anymore because we just do it. Yeah. So same now, with brewing. I, yeah. I, yeah. But when yeah, you sign the paperwork to borrow that much money. Yeah. Oh. I cannot. Like, it's a lot I, of fun going to the bank with Greg, who I love. Greg is our banker. We mm-hmm. use Bank of South Carolina. So we use a local, the Somerville Bank, because um, they really believe in what we're doing and that kind of thing. And uh, so, but yeah, going and sitting and signing that paperwork and then talking about what the future holds and what, what our plans what are for the future is. and our vision. And so yeah. we're not telling anybody, but <laughs> just, you know, you're like, okay, okay, okay. And yeah, so just a huge, you know. That the thought that one day I will not be in a classroom. <laughs> yeah. I know. Yeah. And that it'll is, be yeah. a real job. Yeah. It'll That'll be, be what you job. always get out of you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. What an the, exciting time to be alive. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, you know, and it's funny. It is. It's exciting. I love being a part of this. And it's it's just really funny. You know, a lot of people have been like 2020 has sucked and da, 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 and all this stuff. I, I don't think of 2020 yeah. that way. I mean, yeah, I, there's COVID. And don't get me wrong. There's the, a lot of bad things that have happened. There are right. bad things that happened. But the things that I've been able to do and with mm-hmm. my team and with everybody, I, I to me, those are just so more valuable. And I've gotten so much more out of those than, you know, and the just time I've been able to spend on making myself the person I want to be. I was going to say, that's the evolution. Huge. That I feel yeah, like. Yeah, that evolution has just been through. huge. And so it just, you know. I mean, how do you not get up and smile every day? Right. Being able to find the positives. Yeah. I mean, and really, you know, two Mm -hmm. years ago, I wouldn't have been, I would, I woke up and I'd be like, oh God, I got to go do this again. Got to go do this shit again. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks to Aaron Cox, I put a positive post every week on Facebook. (laughs) Some of it's to be a bitch because people are being super negative. (laughs) A lot of it's because I'm happy about it. Yeah. It, but it's true. I mean, some of it's to stick it to people, which I, does make me happy. I don't think that counts as a positive post. Then, like, I'm pretty sure that cancels out it cancels in it. the end. Win win. But win win. But I, um, I also feel like you get the energy back that you put out into yes, the world, yes, yes. and you can think about it as being like a religious thing through prayer. You can think about it as a spiritual thing with just yourself, or just your energy that you put into the world. So that right. is definitely a perspective that um, can make 2020 a terrible year or it's the year that I got my super fun part-time job. That's right. Those vibes. It yeah, is. Exactly it right. is. Yep. And we had somebody post yesterday on the running page. We we had new runners yesterday. Yay. Since awesome. you two slackers don't come out and oh run. Gosh. Don't even talk to me. 830 is like the middle of the day. You know this. <laughs> Yes, the day is children. almost over at 8.30 in the morning. you have children. Um, anyway. Birch is like, I haven't seen 8.30. I was <laughs> just... She had to I, yesterday. I had... Yesterday I, I walked in and I couldn't remember how to open the bar. And Cox <laughs> goes, here's your coffee. Drink some of that. I'm like, I got it. But it was like 7. What time did you get there yeah, yesterday? Yeah, 7. 
Oh, at seven. I know. <laughs> I woke up <laughs> earlier for my like, for for opening my bar job, aka the brewery, <laughs> than I do for my job that has master's degrees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I just yeah. did everything. I'm like, just stand there. <laughs> She's like, like walking around with a bottle and a towel. I was like, having a hard time. I unlocked the key and I put it in the lock and I was like, oh, it's not locked. What? What is going on? And I walked in and I was like, what is going what is on? Going when on? I went in yesterday, and it was open. You're welcome, Lindsay. I know. That's and right. I was like, am I late? Did I look at the shift That's wrong? Right. No, no, I did you not. Were not. No. It was, but I did not have to open or close yesterday. Amazing. I just got yeah. to pour beers. It was. It was so, awesome. It is fun. And then, but the people who came running, that's what she posted. She's like, I just love the vibe here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's like, it's yeah. just such a neat vibe. So that's what everybody if, says. That's if that's what, we, what we can do, then yeah. that's, you know. That is what we so do. So powerful. People just so much. love it there. Yeah. That's awesome. It is. See? Our regulars so are excited. awesome. They are awesome people. I love seeing them come in the door. Oh, yeah. And I love Amanda's meeting. Amanda's got some proposals. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Except for maybe that one. some weird things happen on Wednesday. I, I don't hate them. Yeah. That'll exactly. be an after podcast situation yeah, talk. Totally. But yeah. Sure I, I, I've it. never had anyone come into the bar to talk to me that I just didn't like. It's just always an interesting perspective mm-hmm. on life. And right. anyone can come in there. Right. So. Which is amazing. Yeah. I know. So. I love it. Which is what we're after. So that's what right. we want. I know. So many so. interesting people. And Lindsay is always so super positive, by the way, because... Was it last weekend? I was being a little negative, and Lindsay was being super positive. Oh. I had a friend who came in at 9.30. To open a tab. To open I was a tab. Like, I was like, um, do you want to go ahead and close out? She's like, no, we'll leave it open. I'm like, okay. Friend's a loose term. Leave it open. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I it's forgot. 9.30. You know. <laughs> so, but, but Lindsay it was, was so positive. She's like, it's okay if it gives her a place to be. Exactly. So. It was... And that's why I friend people like this because they help me remember right. why. Right. It was fun. She's texting me from the side. <laughs> oh, she and knew. I, I and I was not being as positive. So way she to go, Lindsay. She knew. I, I am happy and grateful when people come into the bar to drink and enjoy what we have. And they buy our beer and they have a good experience and they come back. So, yeah. yes, I would like to have gone home, but... Even you know, if we don't sometimes want them to come back. We do <laughs> we want all of them. I, that was a funny joke. Patrick, take this out. So oh going forward, going yeah, forward. we're talking about some meetings, some women in brewing. So yeah, so one of our meetings. plans is to um, yes, yes, start yes. doing a monthly meeting with different women in the community and different women just in, who want to learn about beer and yeah. do, you know, tastings, but also find other women. Amanda's got friends. Surprise, surprise. What? Um, <laughs> as, as I know, Carrie and Lindsay do too, so we will use them. We don't. We don't. <laughs> but women in the community to talk about what it is they do. <laughs> Roscoe's oh, a boy. It's gender specific. Well, because it's women. In birth, but anyway, um, to bring women in who can talk about things that they've done and ways they can help each other. I think that's a big, big thing we need to see, yeah. especially here in Somerville. Um, you know, we're always a little bit behind. Oh, <laughs> small town. Small town. And that's fine. It's not small. But there are so many women out there doing so many amazing things in our small town. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important that we work together to help each other. Um, you know, I think that that old version of women the 80s 90 version that we're in competition with each other is done it's over which it needs to be right because it's it needs to be women helping women i mean and and not just women helping men men helping 
everything. We're all human. Bringing each other up. Right, exactly. exactly. Being so, around people that elevate you. That is right. my thing. Exactly. I, I started a new school this year, and that has been my goal, is to mm-hmm. find the people that will elevate me as a professional and elevate me personally. People that bring me Perfect. joy. Yeah. Right. And Not it, those joy suckers that are like, oh, I can't believe they're called, energy they're called energy vampires. John, John Gordon again. Oh Got my it. God. Love John Gordon. Yeah. 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 You know who they are. Like, as soon as you meet them, the first okay. thing they say they're is called. something negative. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I don't need this at all. Energy I feel like I want to say so many names, but instead <laughs> no. I'm going to say, I, I don't talk to those humans. Exactly. Well, that's, that's exactly. Yeah, that's yes. exactly what you do. You yeah. stay away from them and you, so. you know, bring and yourself you find- up to podcasts on Sunday mornings instead. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. And so that's the goal of that monthly meeting is cool. to kind of interact with maybe people you wouldn't even know. Like, I mean, Amanda's mentioned a couple of people. I'm like, I didn't know they existed. Because why would we? I mean, right. you know, we all they end up living exist. in a bubble. Yeah. Unfortunately. We do. we do. You know, where you're focused on your goals and your vision and what you want to do. So it's hard to to branch out. Mm-hmm. But I think it's important that we do because once you start doing that, it's like, oh, I can bring you in and have you do this and you can, I can go out and do this with you and that kind of thing. So that's kind of the goal of those, um, those meetings. So, you know. Yeah. And then we'll see. We'll see how it goes. So. It's going to go super great. It, it is, is. going to be super it fantastic. It's going to be fun. Stay, yeah. stay tuned for details. Exactly. We love fun. We do love Check fun. Check out our Instagram And we page. love beer oh, yeah. cheese because it. it is completely gone. Yes. We have almost gone. licked the container of beer cheese. We did. Could you bring that to that meeting? Just talking out yep. loud. Yep. <laughs> just speaking. Yep. And every it. time I see you from now on, that's yeah. all. That's all. I'll be like, oh, look, it's beer cheese send carry. Send with Eliza, please. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> when Eliza comes back to the school, to school on the 21st. Uh, no one yeah. is bringing beer into the school. Just to be super clear yeah. on that, No, ladies. no, no, no. no. Beer, just cheese. beer cheese. Beer cheese. Beer cheese. Cheese. Cheese and pretzels. Cheese and pretzels. We could meet in the parking lot. Because again, this is not, this is not my four hundred one k matching job, no. so I'm gonna have to no. hang on to that other one no. for a minute. That insurance game. Cheese, yes. cheese, 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 cheese. <laughs> yeah. So, but moving forward, also check us out. We've got some social media going on. Yeah, We're on women and brewing. Oh my gosh! And I if you have not question. seen Dogs of Oak Road yet, oh, you are yeah. missing out on life because that is Lindsay what is next. Started the Dogs of, Oak Dogs of Oak Road. Is that? Yes. Did you start that? That was genius. I, it was genius. me, and yes, it is. Because Genius. I love when people bring their dogs in. Yes. Um, Amazing. She was I was super like, happy we brought Roscoe. Oh, I know. I saw that one. And then she's like, I can't figure out how to tag you. I'm ju- like, okay, you just literally have to click with I was, the letters. And we were super busy <laughs> and I didn't hit the tag button. And then after you post it and you yes, try and go back, go I'm just, hard. I'm not smart I enough. Is I'm not, not smart enough. Um, Duncan yes. will be making an appearance at yes. our after we get his shots. His last <laughs> round of shots. I cannot wait that's a good dog mom of you if you have not if you have not seen duncan oh if you haven't seen duncan he has his own instagram that'll be super that'll be different can we talk super super quickly about the talking point that said carrie is awesome awesome. (laughs) i noticed that too (laughs) when i was looking i'm like okay so i write talking (laughs) points every week and i usually sit down with the ladies and share and get their input and that kind of thing Clearly, when I went to the restroom, somebody uh-huh. hijacked my computer and wrote, Carrie is awesome. So, I did. so let's make sure we talk about how awesome to make Carrie sure is. that I just did something to make you laugh. Beard she cheese. She always does. She's so, yes. always just so fly. So she's yeah, amazing. She's, 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 she's the friend who, if you leave your phone, her and her husband take random pics. <laughs> nice. So it happens nice. every time. Yes. Every time I leave my phone, I get pics of Sid and Carrie. And then sometimes you leave your phone and you get a pic of... Sid in his hat. Yes, that, that Sid, yeah. German hat. I did. Oh, thing. yes, his fedora. Yeah. His German fedora, yeah. which yeah, Oktoberfest is coming I up. Know. Super excited about that. Um, we'll have to get our later hosen out. Yes. 
in our dresses. Yes. I don't so. own those. No, I'm pretty sure we will. <laughs> my, yeah. my, my dog is is a wiener dog, aka from Germany. So I'm going to count that. <laughs> count it. Count that it. Works. It, it works. That works. So I just didn't want to go over that talking point. Yeah, like, I didn't skip over sure. it. It was important. We didn't want to make sure we went. Didn't want to make sure to put it in there. Yeah. <laughs> so on that note, Carrie yeah. being awesome and all women being awesome. We bid you a great day. Yes. Have a good one. It's fabulous. Bye. 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 Bye.